Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Do You Belong podcast. I talk about life, philosophy and news between friends who are trying to figure out the age-old question of where do I belong. How you doing? I'm Oscar Wang and with me today we have Metric and our very special guest Tony. In today's episode we go back to the basics and explore the aspects that inspire this podcast. We delve into our personal journeys with identity and belonging in a foreign environment reflecting on our struggles and transformations. Stay tuned as we unravel these stories with you today. Let's get into it. Alright, welcome back everyone. Uh, we had a bit of trouble doing this intro as per usual due to uh, yep. technical difficulties with Metric's face. Yeah, uh, yeah. My name is Oscar Wang and today we have uh, Metric and our very Yo. special guest Tony who was here uh last week as well. Uh but yeah, how are you how are you, how, is everybody, how is everybody doing? I I know I asked this question last time already um which was 5 minutes ago. Yeah, 5 minutes ago. But, but uh, yeah, how are you guys? I have a doing? very distracting face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very good, very good. Same, same. Likewise, uh, thank you for having me again. Yeah. And how course. about you, Oscar? Uh, how are you doing, man? I, I'm doing great, as always. You know what always shocks me? You know what always shocks me? That when people ask what you, how are you doing? Uh, they don't expect you to say, <laughs> like, the truth, you know? It's always like, how are you doing? Good. Okay, they leave, you know? They don't even look at you. They don't even expect an answer. That's, That's uh, interesting because I actually use sometimes... Even though it's usually it's usually people automatically say good, I I sometimes actually pause and think about it and answer accurately. So sometimes yeah. I don't yeah. even say good. I sometimes I can say okay-ish or not so good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like yeah, so people, yeah. So people take it like like so real, and I don't think that's that's bad. I think it's actually it makes it interesting and and you know less common of an answer to actually be really really honest. You know. That's that's what I do I mean, usually. I've... Like if somebody asks me, "How are you doing?" and I, if I feel... depends with who. Yeah, so... true, true. Because you know, if if you know, you just met like uh, your, your your boss the first time, you know, and he's like, "How are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I crashed my car," and <laughs> you go like full on, you know, like the. So my wife the left thing. me. Uh, and yeah. My kids hate <laughs> me. Uh... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like I understand that, but then why ask the question at all? You know. It's it it has become like a formality in a way. But that's so funny. It took I mean, us like indeed, it, it's five still seconds. Like... <laughs> it, it, uh, yeah, it's my bad. Sorry. Please continue. <laughs> okay, it's totally. okay. It's okay. No, it took us like five seconds to become like full philosopher mode. You know, like we asked the question, how are you? And like, so let's talk about the meaning of how are you <laughs> like, right away. No, but I, no, for I just, me, I, it's I just think it's rant. interesting. For me, it's just No, no, I think it's I, nice. I, I do... It's nice. It's... I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's nice uh, to be honest. Like, I, I think uh, in Western countries, it's very often when they ask the question "How are you?" They they it's just like it's just it mm. just comes right after "Hi" or "Hey" or "Good morning" or whatever. True. It's not even like they don't even care how how are you doing, you know. So if, yeah. I, I don't like this because like "How are you doing?" is actually such a it's such a simple question, but at the same time such a fundamental question that makes a lot of people you know really. You can get to know how a person is actually doing. You know, how else do you want to ask them? Then how are you doing? You know, but then when people make it such a formality, it loses all meaning. 
not not really. So I would say that like uh the fact that we uh like in the culture it's ingrained and become more or less a habit of saying asking how are you after greetings. I I believe there's also a good side. For example, even though the person that said uh, that asked how are you didn't like just ask due to formality and habit and not because uh, the person genuinely is interested in how the other person is feeling. It's still, I would say, a good thing because the other person might be uh, is might be like uh, in a in not such a good shape, and then this question that open up a conversation topic. It g gives the opportunity for the other person to maybe vent out his or her frustration and but, but... share to the other person. Uh, there maybe not so good days and so on. But that's that's when it's ideal, right? But in Western countries, it's not that it's not like that. If somebody asks you how are you doing, you say good, no matter what it is. You say good, oh, no I'm, matter I'm how right. you feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say, oh, I'm alright, I'm good. You know, nobody expects you to actually answer. And even if you say bad, they're like, okay, whatever, fuck you. <laughs> you know, okay, no, no I had not, the not. Uh, well, well I, no, no. Yeah. When when you say the, something like oh, it's not so good or something, they they will actually then like trigger and went out uh, from the autopilot answer, yeah, and they'll like yeah. start asking, oh, what's up, or like they'll but, be a bit more caring. Let me ask you, like somebody that you didn't know very closely, like when did you actually hear when you asked somebody how are you that they said not very good actually, or anything it, other than good? Yeah, uh, in. Uh... In Europe, at least where we you know in the politics and all, it's actually quite often where yeah, exactly. um, what you said, they're going to be really honest. Like, for example, I would ask my friend, you know, how are you doing? And he goes, uh, you know, like, I'm not good. Or I ask even like somebody like this, I'm not very, you know, close to. And they were like, I'm not very good because that, that, that. And I'm like, okay, I didn't expect that, but let's yeah. talk about it. And I'm fine with it, you know, but it just, it's not something I, I expect because, again, of, you know, my Western culture, you know. But they really go in detail. It's not like a how are you. It's not like a simple thing. It's like how are you like act actually doing in life? You know what's yeah. up with, with you? You know it's a very deep question where they spend like a few minutes talking about it. And I think it's science. It's no. It's no. I think it's, it's actually exactly, making it much yeah. more that, interesting. That's, I think that's the whole point of the question. It's simple yet so eye-opening. You know, mm. uh, you get to know a, the a person. Change. A change of, uh, you know, quick twist in this, um, because you made me um, curious about chat uh, G GPT. GPT. Um, you said that you can actually like use it to form questions. And I'm actually really curious on trying to form questions now and us trying to answer it. And I think it would be nice to actually use this podcast to actually test chat, uh, chat G GPT when it comes to philosophy. I don't know if you guys are down for that, but uh, I was really, really curious on so trying that. I, I did uh, some experiment with uh, the popular chat GPT, which used the uh, GPT. Right now, I believe it's used the GPT 3.5 models. Uh, it's uh, uh, OpenAI did uh, give some limitation uh, to certain topics. So if you answer any, uh, let's say, controversial political or any questions that are like... Uh, in the gray area, it, it will usually reply in a very politic answer. Politic reply is what I call it. It basically say like it either doesn't as an have AI the, model. <laughs> it, it it usually just uh, it you would say that they are not like uh they are uh, the the they are just a model and they cannot answer the question. So basically, they refuse to answer it or they they answer in the middle of the fence. Mm -hmm. Way. So no, no, we're asking it. Uh, we're we're answering the question. The chat GPT is forming the questions. 
Oh, I mean, we can go for we can go for that as well, but it's uh, it's gonna be the same. I mean, yeah, we can. No, no, let, 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 I mean, we could find out, you know, if you guys are down. Huh? Yeah, we could I mean, we just... could def we could definitely do that. Um, but let let me let me go let me get through because <laughs> we're already kind of sidetracking. Uh, here. Um, I mean, we all we, we always are. <laughs> let me go go through like some of the um, the um, not the purpose. The, the exciting things that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, okay, about yeah, okay, okay, oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, especially now that we have Tony here. Uh, it's, you know, growing up. I think Tony, you you growing up in a similar similar cultural circumstance as uh, me or Metric. I I kind of wanted to bring you on this podcast to talk about some of the fundamental concepts and the reasons we started this podcast which was to talk about belonging and what does belonging mean to us and how this how this concept actually changes throughout our life and you know we talk about it you know we bring it up quite often uh, every few weeks and every time we ask ourselves this question it it changes a little bit so i want to explore this uh a little bit with you today uh and we, maybe we can start with the very simple question of what does belonging mean to you uh well belonging that that's uh, that's uh, that can be interpreted i would say in a lot of ways uh in my subjective interpretation is uh, belonging is basically the feeling or uh of to i guess belong to some group of uh, to some culture group i uh, i guess in in this context i would say uh in this specific context uh yeah i think it's it's i i would say it's it's a very um, interpret based is what i would say for this but how, how do you how do you see it like do you do you I, I know you have a very uh logical way of thinking right so mm -hmm. you like to think of definitions but a lot of the times as you said right now definitions can have different um words can have different definitions in different people's eyes so belonging to you uh if i understand correctly is cultural um belonging so you be belong to a certain culture is that is that correct is that what you um meant to yes say? i would say belonging it's like uh, the feeling of being accepted or connected or included in a particular society or culture so mm. I, I would say belonging is that feeling that the, the the human feeling that most, if not all, of us human have of wanting to be part of something, wanting to be part of a culture, wanting to be part of a society. That's what I believe is belonging. Okay, but now now to mm, oh, um, no, now now that yeah, now that you like traveled and live in different countries, mm -hmm. you know, does that still stand? Because you know, bear in mind that you might because you know you. You, you travel young, yeah. Um, I mean, quite quite a young age, you know, not young, young, but you know, a young adult, you know. So, in which culture do you think like you would belong with? Or do you think it's possible to belong in different cultures, like as a percentage, or do you think you, you no matter where you you are um, or travel, you will still stay with your original culture? So, um, 
first what i my answer was basically a, a plain old definition of what i see as belonging and not what i feel uh regarding your question uh that's also quite a very tough and interesting question it's uh i i believe that's a question that i was asking since i was aware of the fact that i'm slightly different than others when i grew up as a third culture kid with mm. Vietnamese parents who moved to Czech Republic uh, since since small. Obviously, I know I was different, uh, both physically and, uh, I guess, background-wise. Uh, but uh, I, I would say my, my, um, my uh, understanding of belonging did indeed evolve over time as I matured more. I was more self-aware of such topic. I was also more aware that I, there are more people like me in similar situation who also asked about these questions. Uh, specifically for me, regarding whether I feel like I belong in one or the other culture or how do I see that, I would say it's uh, it's kind of, I guess it can be said it's kind of percentage. I, I would say that, uh, okay, so I, I see that different culture are different in terms of beliefs. Different culture has different values. Uh, let's say uh, uh, psych psychologically uh, or scientifically, it's said that Eastern culture, like Eastern Asian culture, uh, are more uh, less individualistic, while the Western culture are more individualistic. Uh, so I would say these are the difference. And what I see since I was, uh, since my parents are from Eastern culture, but I was born and raised in Western culture. I have values from both culture, uh, and uh, it, that's why that's what I believe most first culture kids experience. They they inherit some values from their parents' culture, while they also are assimilated. Some are more assimilated, some are less assimilated to the culture that to the culture uh, to the country that they are staying at. Mm -hmm. So I would say like it's. Uh, uh, I am not part of one or the other. It's more of a mix of different values from different cultures. Mm, okay. Have you ever, um, have you ever struggled with this uh, sense of belonging? Yeah, to make decisions, for example, you know. Have you ever had the you question decisions? of of who I really am? Because, as uh, I think, as humans, it's only natural for us to kind of try to find our own group um find where we belong and usually that belonging is only is is one specific group right um it can be very hard to be part of many different groups especially when you're younger and when you're growing up right uh and especially when you are in an environment where everybody else seems to not have this problem at all right uh, many many kids when i was growing up for example personally they didn't really have this, uh, this, uh, these questions. They didn't have these struggles um, where they need to ask themselves where they belong, because they just belonged where they were born, right? So, you coming from a similar place, did you have these um, these struggles? When did you realize that, you know, you were, you were one of the people who had these struggles, unlike many any uh, a lot of other people. So. I know a lot of people that in that are third culture kid, similar uh, background, 
that are struggling with that. They they question, they, they have identity crisis, they don't know what they belong to. I am fortunate, I would say, and very lucky that I did not have uh, that situation, mainly because uh, my parents were very supportive and they didn't really force me uh, their Eastern culture. In fact, they were very open for me to explore uh, the Western culture and be very assimilated to the Western, specifically the Czech culture, for example. In fact, I also had a Czech nanny. So uh, all, I was very, I would say, assimilated and integrated to the Western culture. And my mm -hmm. parents were not really against or trying to force me to not, you know, they pick up on so many Western culture there. They, my parents were, I was very lucky. My parents were very open-minded and they were very supportive in uh, me assimilating to the culture. Uh, furthermore, okay. yeah, yes? No, no, go on, go on, go on. You amazingly just destroyed my thought process, by the way. I, sorry, I had sorry a... About sorry about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, actually, I luckily, I wrote some notes. So this way to say I hate you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I, luckily, I actually wrote some pointers when you were asking, so I actually know what where my thought what? process is going. Uh, another nation. thing I would say is uh, that... Uh, Person, uh, I, in terms of personality, am, am an introvert. I'm more of a lone wolf. So even when I was growing up, I, I, I did like I knew I was a bit different, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like it, it didn't really, uh, it didn't really impact me because at the end of the day, uh, my personality was uh, more of a lone wolf. So it, uh, it didn't really impact me at all. Also, I was very lucky, as I said again, that uh, the people that I interact, uh, the classmates, friends, uh, were very uh, like uh, they 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 were very open-minded. I was very lucky, I would say, that I was in a very open-minded schools. Hey there, Editor Oscar here. Thanks for listening so far. If you're also unsure of where you belong and have questions or topics you would like us to talk about, give us a follow and use Spotify's Q and A section to suggest topics and improvements. And if you're enjoying the podcast so far, you can support what we do on buymeacoffee.com slash O-Y, O-W-H-Y. But remember, do so only if you want to and you have the means. In other news, this is the first part of a very long episode. So stay tuned for the next episode coming out next week as this conversation gets much more heated. All right. Thanks a lot. Let's get back into it. Very open-minded. I was very lucky, I would say, that I was in a very open-minded okay so so i find it very interesting that you that you bring up um a lot of factors that are actually outside of your yourself um so you brought up your parents and you brought up the people around you mm -hmm. but does is that is that really what uh, belonging means to, you know, I think it is actually like, like what what I'm point. what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is this. Um, I, I would say whatever you said about people around me and uh, you know the parents uh, being supportive and all that. I think I I, I I have a similar similar situation, right? Mm -hmm. My parents were never forcing me to uh, to have their uh, their culture or you know whatever. Uh, I grew up in a in, in Czech culture for the first six years of my life. 
Um, so, yet I still have these questions and struggles sometimes. A lot of the times. I mean, not not now. Like, I think now it's it's gotten better. But I, I keep having these questions of which which is it? You know, uh, I mean, I, think, be, I mean, uh, I'm, what, what, what I'm trying to say is that uh, I think that if you don't have these struggles, you there are there must be um, some kind of, let's say, um, how would I say this, like an influence of one over the other or not not influence um, that you prefer one over the other. Is that the case with you? Uh, that's very interesting. I actually, I'm, I try to be, uh, mainly lately as I'm more matured, to be very open-minded and accept both culture. So I don't have a preference. Uh, I obviously, actually, I do have a preference, but I see pros and cons from both cultures. So as I said, mentioned both culture are different in terms of, I would say, beliefs and values. Uh, there's like, for example, in, in the Western culture, the values is more like in terms of uh, individualism uh, and so on. Eastern culture, they, they for example, they, they more emphasize on, uh, I don't know, education, for example, stuff like that. Uh, all those small stuff. I, I see pros and cons on both values. In fact, I would say, it's it's one of the strengths as a because I was exposed for both cultures and I see the both values. I can actually I would say I I can see the uh, let's say the, the 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 negatives and the cons of like for example different cultures. Unlike I would say like uh, someone who is only exposed to one culture, they might be less open minded and they might think that the culture they are in uh, is perfect. For example. Uh, I, I honestly don't see this as an issue, but at the same time, uh, you, uh, for example, you mentioned that you you had those questions, you had the issues. Uh, I believe the difference is because we have different personality. I'm more of an introvert and lone wolf. I don't really socialize as much as you, and I don't have the needs to do so. You are you, for example, go out. To, you have like a lot of death significantly more. Czech friends than I do, for example, you go out with them more often, you hang out with them, and then you hang out with uh, your international friends, and then so on. Uh, I I usually mainly have only international friends or uh, people that like uh, are, I hang out mainly with people that are also in similar situation, or they are very open-minded, for example. So I, I have never had such situation where I really question about this. What do you think, Mary? I was thinking about um, when you mention uh, your friends, parents, uh, school, you know, the environments, you know, mm -hmm. is that part of your culture as well? And that made me think a bit because when when somebody mentions the word like culture, right, the first thing that pops in my head is uh, music, religions, politics, uh, language, social norms and all. But what about your environment the people you surround yourself with your friends specifically your parents the school you go at your your house not just you know not not the the, the whole country i'm talking about your house you know 
And I think those things play a role in 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 your culture. And to me, like your culture is more um, it's more and how can I describe it? <laughs> I was trying to like say something really deep. <laughs> It was going to be so fucking good, dude. But um, it's more like, I don't know, a summer of your like identity or something. And I think that, you know, your friends and, 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 and your, your parents and your environment does play a role in your culture to answer, you know, uh, Oscar's question about that. And I think it's something that has been overlooked at when we're talking about culture. It's not just about religion or other people and, and languages. That's what I was thinking about. That's all. Yeah, in terms of influence, do you mean influence like influencing the sense of belonging or influencing belonging itself? I would say belonging itself. Yeah, because I, I, I see I see a quite a distinction between between belonging and then the sense of belonging because i think you know if if you have parents and friends who support you and that are from different cultures let's say um no matter what you think or what your values are and they support you regardless of that um that creates a very welcoming and comfortable environment for you to grow in and uh, it makes you feel like you belong. Or, oh no, 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 wrong choice of words. Not feel like you belong, but makes you belong, right? But the, if you feel or not that you belong is a different question, I think. You know, depending on okay. my, my, my view on, on you know, um, on all of this is, is I feel a very, very different than, than your views, guys. For me, you know, you know, I, I traveled quite a lot in the past few years, yeah. And uh, as Oscar said, you know, he, he struggled and I did as well, quite quite uh, strongly, I would say. You know, because, because we're talking about Western culture to uh, European culture, you know, that's that's a huge bloody difference. <laughs> like, uh, you know, people can be, European, seem yeah. to be, a, yeah, Eastern European, yeah. People can seem to be a bit, you know, cold, uh, you know, colder than 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 Western and 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 again, that's not bad. It's just very very different. It's like, you know, North and South Pole to me, right? Mm. And um, I I struggle a long time trying to figure out: am I I don't know uh, Czech? Am I Estonian? Am I Lithuanian? Am I Canadian? What what the hell am I? You know? And at one point, I kind of just give up, and uh, I instead created my own culture. And I, I know that sounds really really weird to say. But is <clears throat> as uh, Tony said, you know, with the percentage, um, I, I wouldn't see it as a percentage. I would more see it as a cluster of everything that I've learned. And I just go with the flow. And I don't try to figure out uh, who do I belong with. I stopped that a long time ago, to be honest with you. You know, struggling. And it, it is a struggle for, um, I would say, a lot of people to actually um find your group you know and that doesn't go it, it goes back you know when i was talking about friends and, and and parents and all that um it doesn't go just you know you're trying to belong in 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 a culture you also try to belong in a social group and 
and whatsoever. And I stopped doing that at one point and I just tried to focus on discovering myself because that's the only person that you're dealing it with, you know, every single day of your life. You know, there's not a time that you're not with yourself, you know, but, but and that, um, yeah, that, that, that directly goes to what we, um, what, what, what I was trying to say before, which was that belonging does not come from other people. Belonging comes from you. Because yeah. I think when we were younger, we, people, you know, we are immature and we try to, you know, form groups and we try to be mm. and try to go and, you know, um, try to be part of a bigger community or a bigger group uh, that we can feel belonging, uh, that we can feel like we belong to them. But I think that that only means belonging in terms of belonging like itself, but it doesn't give you the sense of belonging. The sense of belonging comes from yourself, from discovering yourself and from really belonging in terms of you as a human on this planet and not you in some group. I think I think that's the difference. But if you belong in some group, doesn't it reinforce your belief that you belong to some to something? Because th that's what how I see. It. Because again, I I see belonging as the feeling of being part of a group, like an or a society or a culture. It it's not really something that you can. That it's it's the feeling basically from what we feel like. So. I, I see that if we would be, quote-unquote, belong in, for example, the popular kids, or we belong to the Czech culture, or something like that, we would then, uh, we would then get the feeling that we belong somewhere. And that's what I see as the belonging. Okay, that but, feeling. But, but take this, right? Just give me one second before I forget this. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but, no, go ahead. Uh, imagine, like, what, what Merrick just said, right? You... You don't have a group, right? You you stop seeking a group, which is most most of the case, right? For a lot of people, when they grow up, you when you grow older, you you don't you don't really have that urge to be be um, be part of a group anymore. A lot of people they lose contact with communities and groups, and the, the more individualistic we become as uh, as humans uh, and society, you know, the more this will be prevalent in the future. But take take that you are not part of any bigger group right yet you still feel belonging because you create your own as as Medrick said you create your own by accepting what you are by accepting your own sense of belonging as a human and not to some group it's it's not it's not um it doesn't take into account anybody else it takes into account yourself and how you feel and how you think about belonging. What does belonging mean to you? So, right, the question that I asked you originally. So, mm, so like, but... I understand your perspective, right? Like, belonging, it comes from other, you know, comes from actu actually belonging in another group. Re regarding that you're, you don't belong to any group, I don't think that's possible unless you really are cut off with no one you don't interact with any single yeah, human like being like because, a cave or something yes because like if, if for example we we kind of belong to uh like a small uh, group of friends we are like close group of friends we technically go uh, and 
so on. We uh, that shared like similar situation that we met in high schools and so on. It's like we 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 belong to I, I, what how I see is we all belong to like different let's say quote unquote groups of different types. It can be a friend group, it can be social group, it can be cultural group. There is like all these group that uh, we belong to, mm-hmm. and. I believe that's how we define. That's how we are. That's uh, everyone is uh, in some kind of groups. But then, uh, but then answer, answer this question, right? Mm-hmm. You belong to groups when you were in high school, or maybe not you specifically because you never asked these questions. But I had I struggled a lot with belonging, and even when I did struggle, I was still part of groups. I was part of. I had friends. It's not like I was uh, some weird person, recluse from society and living in the forest or something. I had friends. I had family who supported me. Uh, I was part of many different groups, yet I still felt like I didn't belong. Why was that? That's very, that's very interesting. I That's something that I didn't ever... Ex- I, don't think I have experience, so then I would have to ask you, can you elaborate on what exactly were you struggling in? So like you were in all this group yet you felt like you didn't belong anywhere? Like can you can you elaborate on that? And maybe we can see and <sighs> see the difference, for example. Um Yeah, okay. Also thank you for sitting with me, Mr. Therapist. Uh I really <laughs> needed this. Uh <laughs> I uh It's quite interesting I... because like we, we have yeah. like a similar background. So that's why, but we have a different experience. So I want to compare our experience and maybe get to the bottom of this. I think I think I really started to struggle a lot when I when I was uh, given the opportunity to kind of to more deeply understand and observe another culture. So I think when I was seventeen. Uh, or 16 actually I was until I was 16 I was in a very like Czech mindset I was very um, I had very Czech views on on the world and I was very like uh, in like this local kind of kind of kind of uh, universe right my whole world was just this this city this district my school whatever but when I was 16 I was given the opportunity to go to China for uh like a cultural exchange kind of a thing and i went there for i think a month and i think it was really i i I hated it i didn't want to go at first like i was uh, i was kicking and yelling um but in the end i did go and it was it was life-changing i have to say now because if i did not go there i i wouldn't I wouldn't have struggled with my sense of belonging and what I actually want to do in life. Like, where do I, where do I actually belong in this world? Where do I want to take my life to? Um, and I think it's mainly because I was exposed to a different way of life, a radically different way of life, and to people who had such different aspirations than what I had. I saw how small I was thinking. You know, it's I don't say it in a bad way, right? I, I don't mean this in any like bad way or like, oh my God, like don't think small or whatever. You know, you do you. But for me personally, this was a huge change because I started to think, let's say bigger, or I started to f- think more 
outside of the box because I was exposed to all of these different people and all of this like different group let's say different culture so I think that was the main reason why I started to um, really struggle because suddenly you know you have your way of life and suddenly somebody comes in crashes your door comes into your house robs half of your house and then puts something else in there you know it kind of feels like that and then what do you do now I see okay uh I f I believe I have uh, I see the difference even though seemingly our background are very similar I would say uh, I I have identified few differences so even though both our parents are from Eastern East Eastern Asian culture, they both moved to Czech Republic. We were born and raised in Czech Republic. In fact, in the same city, we both. Uh, however, uh, the difference is you were extremely way more assimilated into the Czech culture than I was. You were, uh, I believe, you you your kindergarten and some primary school. You were in the Czech primary school uh, for a while, right before. Yeah, yeah, a bit. So uh, that that's I would say is the huge difference. Even though I was in, I was very exposed to Czech culture. I was not as assimilated as you. I wasn't like super like fully Czech local kind of Czech mindset. I I still kept in mind that I was kind of more in terms of international. So I I actually went to uh, English orientated kindergarten. I, in my primary school, I was in an international school before I switched to a Czech school. Mm. So I, I was uh, not as assimilated as you into the Czech culture. And most of my friend groups at that time, and even now, it's more uh, people that are uh, in similar situation. They are for culture kids. Uh, I don't have, I, I was not as assimilated as you into the Czech culture. So I believe because of you are so assimilated into the Czech culture, you identify as like fully very you like really were close to the Czech culture and then when you you see radically different way of life you you had those struggle while I didn't because uh, I I did also like went to Vietnam and uh, to to see the culture but I I didn't have that much impact I I always knew uh, I knew what to expect I always knew that uh, ethnically I'm Vietnamese but nationality and I was born and raised in Czech and I had both culture values. So I, mm -hmm. I guess I, I, I handled more in a way that I didn't go for full-on assimilation and kind of pick one culture. I was always like on the fence of like between two and I, uh, I didn't really go for one or the other. Yeah, I, I, I guess, so. I guess, I guess there might be some truth to this because uh yeah i think i went from 100 percent this to 100 percent that and then that really uh that really uh messed up with you know mm -hmm. messed me up a bit but let, then then take take metrics uh a case right he he is uh he's canadian mm. uh also correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> <laughs> but you're canadian right <laughs> yeah 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 no it's so nice so he's canadian and then when he is how old are you like 15 14 or something i was 16 when i moved 16 when, when he when he's 16 he moves he moves to a different country right so that so he he is he he's basically 100% Canadian or French Canadian or let's say 50% French Canadian 50% Canadian I don't know um, 
and then he comes to a different country. So would that be your case or would that be my case? Would that be the case where you go from 100% to another 100% or would that, would that be more you are kind of in the middle already and then you go to another country so you, it doesn't have such a big impact on you? But obviously it did, right, Menrik? It did. Like It had a huge impact because of the differences and all. But uh, actually, I had, uh, when you guys were talking, I had like a um, different point of view that came up, you know? And um, I think we're trying to define belonging as something, not constant, but something like like a brick, you know? Like um, I'm 50% Czech and I'm 50% that and I'm 50, you know? And I think... And like I, the thing is that I'm like this. I'm made this way. Um, let, let's just say I was. I stayed in Canada. And let's just say, right? Um, um, back then I would say I'm a hundred percent Canadian. But the thing is that that's back then, you know. And I think that a sense of belonging changes every single day, no matter what you do. You know, you could go in the street and you could meet new people, and by meeting those new people. You ch your sense of belonging changes based on those people you meet, uh, you met. No matter what the, their their you know um, culture is, that doesn't matter. It, it sure it it brings a lot of virtues, different virtues, but that doesn't matter because they have a different mindset, they have different um, st uh, type of music that they like. They're different, you know. And so it depends on basically a sense of belonging is not something constant. It's something that changes every single day of your life. That makes more sense. Yeah. And I think the thing that actually belonging, um, I would say, and I know I shouldn't, you know, use the word absolute, but I think it absolutely depends on the people you meet. Because let's just say I go, I stay in Canada. Let's say I didn't travel. Let's just say, okay. Um, and I go in a bar and I meet, I don't know, people from Spain. I'll take a bit of their virtues, you know, I, I get along, they become my friend. I take their virtues with me, right? Now I meet some English people, I'll take their virtues, I'll meet some French, I'll meet, you know. So basically my sense of belonging depends on others' virtues, other people's virtues, I would say. And not just obviously the environment and all that, yes, it plays a role in that, but people has, you know, a huge effect on you, if that makes make more sense. Oh, no, and I, again, I, I and traveling, yeah, like like uh, as you guys experience traveling, it's it's it changes your sense of belonging because it's a shock, yeah, it's a culture shock, and we all have, we all have experienced it, yeah, it's a pain in the ass sometimes, you know, but um, it's it's you know the it's just, it's just the only thing that 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 changed from me staying to Canada and meeting people in a bar and me going from Canada to Czech Republic is the amount of people I met at once. Right. We're talking about moving to Canada within uh, from Canada to Czech Republic within a few days. I just met a few thousand, like not met personally, but met you know in the street and all that, um, a few hundreds people. I don't know compared to uh, me meeting I don't know five people in a bar in Canada. You know, so it's it's your your sense uh, uh, you know sense of belonging did, did change, but it's just we're just talking about the dosage that might have been a bit stronger and that's why we go in shock sometimes you know from that but no joke no matter where you go uh, whether it's you know a block away from your house your your sense of belonging will change depending on the people that you meet at least that's you know 
what I came up with while you guys were talking. Because I was no, thinking about everything. You that, I would say I, I definitely agree with you that like people we hang out with have a very significant impact on like both the culture value we'll have and our feeling of belonging. Uh, I would say like uh, since we are more, I, I, I consider ourselves more in terms of like and for culture kids or people that has like more exposed into multiple culture, more like let's say quote unquote international. It's like I believe we uh, we 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 don't have like uh, we since we are exposed so many culture we just we have like a let's say a mishmash of a bunch of culture value uh, culture values from different culture, and that's basically what we that's what makes what we are basically. But. Uh... Yeah, so there's that, you know, there's, there's the people, as you just said. But also, I think another big point of view is time, yeah. So let's say you meet, uh, you know, international people, right? You you mm-hmm. you know, you, you feel a, a sense of belonging with them, and that's great, you know. But five years later, you're not with them anymore, and you move on to other people, you know. So you, your sense of belonging did not stay constant, as I said. It, it, it shifted to another place, right? So... I think two points to take in. It is probably more, but at least that's what you know I came up with. I think the two points that really affects the sense of belonging is people and time. I would say. I don't know if you uh, agree with that. I I agree with people, time, but I also would add that also environment. Uh, would oh yeah, that one too. That one too. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Influence, but yeah, definitely, I would fully agree with that. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the first part of this episode. Uh, you can catch the next part next week uh, once it drops. And um, for you to uh, have some fun before the next episode comes out, we also included some bloopers. So please enjoy. Also very good. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me again. <laughs> it's like a proper oh, <laughs> Like the one you see like in movies or <laughs> something. Okay, I mean... Uh, yeah. Sorry, it just made me laugh. Okay, let's just sit here in silence. <laughs> so, no, we gotta be silent, please. I, I, I don't Why are you guys gonna say anything? You guys okay, are okay, making okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Please restart. Let's restart. Let's restart. <laughs> you did sound like an oh, like, you know, like the classic thing, like a, a Jim Carrey, you know? Okay, so, um,. So we 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 start. It is real. So we start again. Okay. Real. All right. Uh, welcome yeah, back, we... everyone. I'm Oscar Wang, and today with me we have. <laughs> dude, can you, dude, shut, dude. Yeah, 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 turn yeah, off yeah, your yeah, camera. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we can't out, guys. Yeah, yeah, we gotta mute. We gotta. Okay, okay, okay. Let's we let's mute Tony. Let's mute. Let's mute. Okay, okay, okay. Dude. It doesn't matter if you're mute or not. It's, it's your face. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. okay, okay, okay I'm okay, gonna okay. remove my face. I gotta remove my face. Okay, that's actually gonna... more awkward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right. So. Yeah, all right, guys. Come on, come on. Uh, we're 100 percent focused, right? This is this is <laughs> this is our. Uh... Ah, okay, okay, okay. Focus, 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 focus. <laughs> Tony choked. <laughs> yeah. Bad, okay. Anyway. All right, welcome back, everyone. I'm Oscar Wang, and today we have. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Where did Tony go? Tony falls. Where did he go? Um.
Look at Char Charizard is so. Yeah, he's so disappointed. Okay, guys, this is attempt number four. Yeah, actually no, no, no number no, number four is actually not a lucky number. So number five. Let's do number five. Okay, attempt number five. Oh, yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. welcome back, everyone. I'm Oscar Wang, and today I'm not gonna laugh because Metric is looking at me with a <laughs> stupid face. Um, fuck, we have to do it again. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, not gonna I'm just gonna look. Okay, I'm just gonna look away. I'm gonna look away. I'm not gonna look at him. Yeah, look away. Look away from the truth. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Oh what? All right, yeah. welcome back, everybody. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna put his camera. <laughs> Dude, can you stop? Right, come on, boys, come on, come on. You got this, you got this, you got this. Come on, come on. Now, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's, let's, 